Oh my god, what am I doing? Hi, welcome to Just Thinking Out Loud. I'm Desiree. I want to talk about transgender kids and whether or not their parents are perhaps exploitative when they allow them to fully express their confusion about their gender identity or also help them to transition at a very young age through physical, changing their physical appearance or using hormone therapy as well. The first thing that I would like to say is that I'm not transgender. I'm not very close to anybody who is transgender. Of course, I, I've interacted with people who are like that very often. I don't know any family closely that has a transgender kid or know what that frustration or process is like. However, I want to talk about this and I'm starting out by saying that because I absolutely hate the notion that only certain people can speak about things if they have the correct identity. I do think that you can give different weights to opinions depending on who they're coming from and how close they may be to an experience. But that's the first thing I want to say because I really don't like that when it comes to these kinds of topics. I wanted to talk about this because I've seen a few different articles or headlines recently. One would be, of course, Desmond is amazing and the fact that he's an 11 year old uh, drag queen and his family allows him to perform sometimes in not the best situations. I do think that's a separate video, so I'm not going to go into detail about that, but that's one incident. Another thing that I've heard about is parents allowing their children to transition at a young age using hormone therapy there was recent research that came out so i'm going to go into that a bit and one more thing was uh, a couple of months ago there was a facebook group i'm sure it still exists where there were moms who were discussing how to help young boys uh, hide their penises by tucking them in and figuring out what kind of garments to wear and also talking about how they hide their erections because they feel like they're girls. I'm not sure what the age of those children were, but those were three specific topics that I've heard about recently that I've just been wanting to talk about for a very long time. So let's sort of define what it means to be transgender and also what gender dysphoria is. So I'm going based off of Wikipedia. Transgender people have a gender identity or gender expression that differs from their assigned sex. And gender dysphoria or gender identity disorder is a distress a person experiences as a result of the sex and gender they were assigned at birth. I do notice the, the use of the term assigned and not born with. The It's like when people talk about wealth be redistributed as if it were distributed in the first place uh and that already shows that that definition comes from the perspective of people who experience i guess gender dysphoria which i guess is useful to understand that they feel that it was something given to them and that they have a choice in um but i don't really i should say before i get into this that i'm perfectly fine with calling someone what they want to be called. I really am. There was this cat fight on Dave Rubin's show where Candace Owens was arguing with Blair White and kept calling her him. And I thought that was just super rude. I'd never do something like that. But even if someone didn't look a certain way, if I didn't know them, I think it would be really foolish and kind of annoying to ask me who doesn't know them at all to call them a certain thing when I, like, I have no interaction with them beforehand. However, if I know someone 
probably no i'm pretty nice and respectful and polite so i would probably just call them what they want to be called um i just want to put that out there there was an actor who was being lambasted in the media because he said that it was dangerous to give very young children hormones and it is dangerous to give very young kids hormones and in this specific example i think it was um charlie's theron I'm really bad with names in general she was taking the opinion of her three-year-old child on how they identified themselves seriously and um let's just get into that i do think that we are creative beings i myself am an artist and i do think that when you are young for whatever reason you may want to identify in a certain way however i do think that this has been influenced by the culture. Children thinking about this, I don't think it's completely internally sprung. If you're in a culture where people are talking about these things all the time, then you're likely to pick up this idea that, hey, maybe I'm not a boy or maybe I'm not a girl, maybe I'm something else. And I think that people can probably, I would guess, genuinely experience gender dysphoria. But if you're in a culture that's sort of making it a fad of the time, maybe to help those original people who didn't have a voice in the past, I do think it's hard to discern whether or not this is actually coming from the child or if it's coming from the influence of outsiders, especially when you know that they now have these like Jack Queen story time stuff. Like the culture that you are raising does influence you. And so that makes me question how if the frequency of this occurring might be, I don't know what the numbers are, but if that might be influenced by the culture that people are in now. You know, I, I do think that's something to think about. But in terms of the creative expression of the self, I do think that you should be able to do that as a creative person. If you want to change how you look, you have a certain degree of power to do that. And now with something like hormones, that you can just use the power that is now available to you to do that. And to sort of take it away from the controversial nature of this specific issue, in the future, we will be able to possibly genetically modify ourselves or our kids. And I do think you can apply that kind of uh, scenario in the future to this situation because you might be able to do that when your kids are really young and then the effects could be permanent so if we try and take it away from this particular topic and think of it in another light then I think you could maybe remove a bit of the emotion from it and that might be a bit helpful so I think that it comes down to the age of a child and not necessarily in number but in maturity level. Is this child or older child mature enough to handle owning themselves and their future and making decisions that they can live with the consequences of? When you have reached that stage, then I think it's okay for you to be able to make a decision. Another thing is that your decision needs to be fully informed. And that's something I'll get into with this research that was done recently. So those are my primary thoughts on the matter. If you want to be able to either modify yourself physically or internally, say with hormones, um, then it's your age that matters. And it's not just your age in terms of number, but your maturity level, just like with many other 
things like say the age of consent i think that's what it comes down to and that's actually not a hard line that you can apply to every single individual that comes down to the individual person and i think it has to be done on a case-by-case basis yeah there are some ages like three or four where they obviously don't have the mental capacity to make that decision but there are other ages like your preteens, when you, you can kind of know pretty solidly what you want to do and you might be old enough to say I can live with the consequences of my decision if I decide to change my mind in the future and uh, I know I always say this but it's true a lot of things are really gray and you can't just apply something standard to every situation and every person and every individual so i do think that it comes down to i guess both the parent and the child's maturity level because the parent will be able to decide that depending on their own level of maturity whether or not a child can make this decision and then and then for that parent to help them do something more permanent like the hormonal stuff for the physical stuff like the mom's trying to have their children modify themselves physically and even stuff like stopping an erection. I think that's weird. Uh, I really do. And there is someone, this isn't an original idea, but I wanted to point something out that someone mentioned to me was that if these genders are really social constructs, like if they are so fluid that they can change like that and it's not just based on your physical characteristics, then you have to hear me out and try to understand what I'm saying here. It shouldn't matter how they physically appear. If it's a social construct, then why are you trying to modify someone into a physical appearance of something? If they're trying to make a boy fit the physical image of a girl, then that means that those things actually matter. Does that make sense? I hope it does. It's as if the parent is putting onto their child image of what a boy should look like. So if their girl wants to look like a boy, then they're like putting them into this construct that's supposedly a social construct. So there are these strange uh, things that don't add up a lot when it comes to these identity related things. And I'm not just like trying to say something that doesn't make sense. I really think you should like think about this because I didn't really get it at first, but then I realized, yeah, if it's not a biological thing and if it's just gender is just like a social thing, then why are you trying to fit the appearance, the physical appearance of someone into a specific stereotype of a gender? So that's something to think about. Uh, I also think it brings up questions of whether or not you're accepting someone for who they are. You know, like... It just sounds kind of wrong to hear about a mom just trying to, you know, hide parts of their young boy's self. Uh, And again, I mentioned the creative expression is important, but that seems weird. And I'm not sure how to define it well beyond, is this the parent influencing the child? to like not accept who they are just because they went off of a hint of uh, something that might shift in the future. They might think of themselves differently in the future. But in the meantime, I do think they're perpetuating a negative self-image for that child, perhaps. And maybe it depends on the situations. I think that's kind of weird. And on the topic of parents influencing 
and children i'm not going to go into detail about desmond is amazing situation because i think it's its own separate video that you can go into detail about i think it's super wrong every time the story like passes on my timeline i'm like so disappointed in this family and i feel really sorry for this kid he's been seen recorded like dancing um in a very sexually provocative way he's been doing shows for like adults uh, as a young kid um since he was i think 11 and uh Again, it's the parents saying, well, we're just helping him express himself. But even a regular kid wouldn't do that. Like, even if you are a girl, I, th I still think it's kind of, it would be really weird if you were a girl. I mean, he's trying to cross-dress to be like a girl. Performing in front of men and like grown men. Like, the no. Like, it's just sounds so weird. And apparently CPS has been calling them and it didn't happen. So I won't go into detail and nothing bad happened to them. And they decided that he was safe. So I think... I've said this before that a lot of adults in uh, Desmond's life are failing this young kid. So that's my opinion on that. And then I just wanted to get a bit into the research that was done. This paper was looking at research done in the Netherlands that made a lot of parents feel safe enough to give hormonal treatment to children. And so they were using a hormone, I forget what it's called. I don't think you need to know the details. They were using a hormone that was in the past used to s delay puberty in children who experienced it abnormally early. That was girls before eight and boys before nine. That's what it was being used for in the past and also for sexual deviance in men. I wasn't sure what that meant. And uh, there's one more thing I can't remember. So they had a, a drug that they were using for a specific purpose and then they realized that, oh, they could also use this to help children who were experiencing gender dysphoria because then they would stop the the puberty process in the specific gender direction and then in the future what they could do is do cross hormonal therapy where they could become use hormones to become the sex that they wanted to be so they would delay puberty and then uh through hormones and then use other hormones in the future to become the idealized version of who they identify with on the inside so they did a study in order to figure out what the long-term effects of this were and specifically something they were worried about was uh, bone density um, because during puberty your bone density is supposed to increase. They didn't actually complete that experiment. There were 44 children and they didn't actually publish the data on all of them and so the author of this paper, I'll put a link in the description, was arguing that they basically decided to go with ideology and advocacy over scientific rigor, uh, which is super common for these issues. And they also never informed the parents of the risks of uh, taking these hormones and made it seem pretty safe. Um, and a lot of these parents did want their children to, I guess, not experience the distress they were feeling. The definition of gender dysphoria had the word distress in there. So it was trying to resolve an emotional issue. And the author also argued that they didn't actually find results that showed that it helped um, and that not all of the results had been published. So I'm not going into all the details of it, but this hormonal therapy probably isn't very safe. And uh, as I was saying before, you can try and remove the specific transgender situation from understanding what it means to make a decision that can have life altering consequences that are permanent. 
and it just shouldn't be taken lightly like any other decision most of our decisions in our lives are cumulative like what you do in the past affects what you what happens to you in your present and in the future so we don't have to put all the weight on this one thing but just as with any other decision at what age are you old enough to uh, make the decision on your own and at what age does a parent stop giving guidance? Because parenting is also about guidance. And if the parent isn't doing that and just listen to what the child wants, especially in the current culture where it might be some kind of a, um, like a cultural or even a fad sort of thing and things that might change in the future, then I think that's really bad <laughs> parenting. So I'm sympathetic to the idea of a transgender kid like not feeling comfortable in their body and wanting to change but I personally I wanted locks from when I was like 12 or 13 because I hated going to the hairdresser and I ended up using I used to do my hair on my own I just hated sitting still like even though they were nice having to like do the whole social thing and not necessarily wanting to be interested in the conversations around me and so I wanted to get locks at a very young age and my mother wouldn't let me get freaking locks which is not permanent at all so the parents just have to wait until their children are at an age where they can make these decisions on their own and fully understand the consequences and fully done the research i definitely don't want to stop anyone including any kids i may have from expressing themselves and becoming who they are using whatever tools are at their disposal i think that's totally okay however it also can't be the parent using their kids as a way to fix their own life and using their kids struggle as a way to do that which is something that a lot of parents do and I think it's almost really hard not to do if you're not uh, very self-aware as a person so I think it just depends on the case I think people should be able to express themselves I think that they should be able to go ahead and find whatever tools they need to find to to do that and that if the technology is getting better now we should use that technology. I even think if that technology isn't fully researched, even though it should be, uh, the, the people who are potentially going to use it should be informed. I do think that those people may then, if they're mature enough, go ahead and do what they want because we make these kinds of decisions every day. And so if they want to do that, okay. Uh, but it's very uh, hard for... But it's a very tricky situation when it comes to parenting and people who are underage, like really young, like like stuff like three and four are just absolutely off the table. And I don't even know why people should be di are discussing certain things or even 10. I think it's, it's too, it's too early, even if you might have to live with it. And in the future, you still feel the same way about it. I do think some things are just you're you're not you're not old enough and uh it might change so if your three-year-old came up to you and said that they feel a certain way then maybe wait it out and maybe also consider the cultural influence and also consider that these things and like being progressive are kind of a fad i went somewhere the other day and there was someone wearing a black lives matter jacket with uh their friends and I got really upset about that. You know, like when did it become okay to use a person's identity or some social movement as a way to garner social capital for yourself?
And I do think that parents could be doing the exact same thing with their children's struggle as well. Okay, so those are my thoughts on this topic. I might make a video specifically about Desmond is Amazing because that's a sad story that a little bit breaks my heart. However, that's what I think. Um, thank you for watching or listening. If you like my content, please subscribe. Also, please donate and help me to keep the channel going. Also, you can follow me on other platforms, follow me on Twitter. Uh, you can watch these videos elsewhere. You can also listen to the podcast version of this and please sign up for the newsletter. The donate link is just thinking out loud TV slash donate. You can also look in the description for all this information and please leave a comment. All right, that's it for today. Have a great day and I'll talk to you probably very soon. Bye. -bye.